Visionaries, creative geniuses, modern day renaissance men. These are not the words that people who know Luke and Jorge would use to describe them. They are best friends, shameless connoisseurs of the basic and the niche, and most importantly, two guys just being dudes. Welcome to Bad Jokes and Semi-Wisecracks with Luke and Jorge. Hello. Welcome to Bad Jokes and Semi-Wisecracks with Luke and Jorge. Uh, I'm host number one. My name is Ben Stiller. And I'm host number two. My name is uh, Ben Ten. Welcome, Ben Ten. You are the other host of this show? I, I am indeed. Yes, yes. This is our first time meeting. It is. Nice to meet you. Nice... To meet you. What are the odds that both of us would be named Ben? Um, pretty short, uh, pretty small, pretty, uh... <laughs> what did you call me? <laughs> uh, I, you heard me. No, um, I really didn't, actually. These headphones are not working very well. Hello? Oh, they're not working? Oh, no, yeah, they're working oh, okay. fine. Never mind, yeah. Yeah, sorry, that was my voice, if you couldn't tell. Oh, you have a lovely voice. Well, thank you. Thank you. Ah, um, you yeah, should man. do some ASMR sometime. I, I think I would enjoy that. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I think other people might enjoy that. I definitely would. A little welcome to this uh, podcast. Ooh, I feel very welcome. Thank you. Yeah, you can do some like little, little, little bit of that action. Ooh, that's some good action. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Great. Hey, I have a question for you. Oh, I'm ready. How many Canadian geese do you think that you could take in a fight? Oh my lord. Um. I think that I could probably take somewhere in the range of like at least at least one. I think okay. if, if there was one if there was one goose by itself, how to remember what the singular of geese was. <laughs> uh, if there was one goose by itself, I could probably kill it. Okay. Probably murder it. Wow. Um I feel I feel strongly about that. Um I think up to about six. Wow, six. Okay. Yeah. I think I think I think I I think at six, um, all of the geese would die and I would also die. Okay, gotcha. Cool. And what what what, what prompted this question? Uh, you know, I just I just have always wondered because like I'm feeling like more in the range of like three. Like I feel like I would top out around three. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, like one. I know I know that I would win the fight with one and two. Like you know, like I'm imagining myself with like a goose on either side of me. And like that feels like a lot, but I feel like I'd, I'd be okay. But I think once you add in that third goose, that's just like that's enough that I think I'd be a little overwhelmed. You know, I think that's I think I think that not only is that fair, I'm going to qualify my previous statement. I don't think I could do more than six. Okay, I I'm not sure that I could do six. Okay, but I know for certain that I couldn't do more than that. Okay, yeah. So like six or fewer. Six or fewer. Gotcha. Um, yeah, but at least one. Okay. No, yeah, I could get behind at least one. Yeah, yeah. Um, what is, what is the largest animal that you think you could take? Ooh, the largest animal that I think I could take. Um, I I feel like like, mm, so like geese, yes, definitely could take a goose. But once we get up to like mountain lion, I feel like I'm not gonna win. So like somewhere in between the range of goose and mountain lion. So like, maybe like a that's like a pretty a, big range. It is a pretty big range. Like like a. Like a like a goat. I feel like I could take a goat, but I don't think I could take like a sheep. I feel like a sheep would would get me. You think a sheep would take you? I think so. Yeah. I think I think I could do a sheep. Um, 
I will say, okay. Um, I I will say I could take a doe, but I couldn't take a stag. Okay, is it the antlers that do it for you? And also, stags are if I'm if I'm correct, if I know I I know nothing about biology. By the way. <laughs> um, uh, but I assume that stags are also bigger from my like previous experience. Um, yeah, yeah. So I think I think I could take a doe, but I couldn't take a stag. Okay, what what would you do with the doe once you've taken the doe? Oh, I don't like the way you said that. Would you, would you, oh, I'm so sorry. Would you make it into like bread or something? Maybe or like a pizza? Make it into bread? Yeah. You like deer bread? No, like a, like a, like a regular bread. You know, you've taken the dough and then you can like knead the dough. Oh my Lord. <laughs> and then uh, like pizza or like maybe some like muffins. Do you make muffins out of dough? No, you don't. That's batter. Or is it dough? I think it's, it's batter. I think it's batter. Ooh. Is dough is wet. Batter is wet. What's the difference between dough and batter? Uh, uh, I feel like dough holds its shape when you take it out of a container, but I feel like batter is, is more like it'll match the shape of whatever container you're in. Oh, okay. So batter is more of an aqueous solution. That's my argument. Yes. Okay. I, I respect that. I respect that pretty tremendously. Okay. If, if I, if we had a bake sale tomorrow. Okay. What do you think you could bake for the bake sale? Like, like, like based on what's. You, you don't have a recipe. Okay. The internet is down, and yet oh, we no. are having a bake sale tomorrow. Okay. Um, am I limited to things that I currently own like and have on hand in my kitchen, or can I assume that I have access to whatever ingredients I might want? Within your budget. Okay. Within yeah. my budget. Okay. So like you could go to the store, but only things that you could afford. Okay. Gotcha. Um, so I know that I could make banana bread and or banana muffins. Um, I grew up on this recipe for banana bread slash muffins that my mom used to make um isn't that the most cliche thing but (laughs) it was the recipe was written on this note card and the note card said mom's banana muffins and it's because she got the recipe from her mom my grandma and so uh i i grew up making these muffins off of this recipe card and then i as an adult wrote down the recipe on a note card and also wrote mom's banana muffins on the note card so i could definitely make that off the top of my head and or i had the recipe somewhere but i think i have it off the top of my head um Oh. I could make pancakes, probably. Ooh. Are we allowed to sell pancakes at a bake sale? That's kind of an unorthodox baked good. That is. I guess I haven't been to a bake sale in a while. Do you, do you only sell things that are... F- like, because pancakes, when they get cold, they're not oh, as yeah. good. Oh, yeah. That'd be a little weird. Um, but are people eating the baked goods there and then, for the most part? Hmm. Uh... I guess it depends on where you're having it. Like if you're at like a church and you're having a bake sale, I feel like I could see some people like sipping their post-church coffee and eating their little bake sale baked goods. But if it's like next to a Safeway, like how people sell Girl Scout cookies, like if you were doing a bake sale there, I feel like it'd be weird to have like a congregation of people just like eating your baked goods outside the Safeway. I agree. Yeah. I think I think it would be weird. Um, so I, I think pancakes might not fit the format. Exactly. Okay. All right. But I, I like where you're, where you're going. <laughs> I do. I do. When I tend to be at that sort of situation, I do tend to go for the things that maybe are a little bit more out there. Yeah. Right. Anytime there's jalapeno and a baked good, I'm like under normal circumstances, wouldn't try it. If it's at a bake sale, I'm like, I feel like this person knows what they're doing. Yeah. Right. They got a table and a sign, so they must be legit. Yeah. 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 What do you think that you could make for a bake sale? Ooh, um, I think if I needed to, I could probably get a cookie recipe together. Okay. Um, in high school, I got really into baking, um, for like a little bit. Uh, and I had a, a cook, I had a cookie recipe that, um, I found in a book and it was for 
four dozen cookies. That's a lot of cookies. Yeah. It was scaled for four, four dozen cookies. <laughs> and I would never make it to the end of, like, I would I would make that batch because I was scared of, like, making it smaller. And I would often, like, portion out, like, a dozen, two dozen cookies. And then, like, halfway through that third dozen, give up. Okay. Um, and then say, you know what? Uh, we're just going to make one really big cookie. Um, Uh, and it was always a cookie that like cooked to a weird amount of time like burned on the bottom but squishy in the middle sort of a situation yeah yeah we would call it pangea (laughs) nice yeah that's awesome so uh i i feel like i could probably make like two and a half dozen cookies and pangea based on this recipe recipe that i sort of remember okay um i think I, i think i know everything that goes into it so i could recreate it it would probably not be exactly the same but i it's been many, many, many moons since that time. So I, you know. Yeah, fair enough. Would you sell your Pangea at the bake sale? Yes, but I, I, it would be like a silent auction. Okay, cool. So the, the person that um, gives me the most money can have Pangea. Okay. If it's a silent auction, do you have like a like a classy like cocktail party sort of vibe at your bake sale if you're having a silent auction? Like, do you have like a jazz combo? Are people in fancy dresses? Are people wearing fancy gloves? Are there drinks? Can I come? You're there. Oh, okay, you, great. You and I are on stage. Okay. Um, we're neither of us are playing the instruments we play. Okay, great. Um, so I am on the drums. Okay. And you are on the upright bass. Okay, that would go really not well, probably. <laughs> uh, uh, for so many people, right? Uh, most of the people there, um, would be so upset at the music that they would have to buy more baked goods just so they could tune out the music with the yeah, baked if, good if you're easy if you're eating you're too busy eating to like listen you know right or uh, you could just like shove a muffin in your ear and then not be able to hear anymore <laughs> <laughs> just fill your ears with pancake batter oh ooh, ooh. that would be that mm. would feel gross Yuck. um put your ear to the griddle oh no hear it sizzle oh it's sizzling are you freestyle rapping right now no <laughs> you could be i am uh free jazz rapping Ooh, nice for those of us that uh don't know us personally um i i I, i'm so sorry yes um but Uh, what are the instruments that we play i play the saxophone primarily um so that's why it'd be weird if i was playing the upright bass because boy are those not the same thing no you play a lot of instruments uh i i sure (laughs) pretend to yeah (laughs) i i think that could be the same could be said for both of us that's fair yeah yeah i am primarily a bassist and guitarist and also like the singer you sing too though i do sing so, yeah so the the this we got this instrument right right the, the gestures one to throat gestures to, <laughs> oh, oh this isn't a video thing ah <laughs> uh, no sorry i forgot I thought, to tell you i thought we were interviewing with oprah oh uh she couldn't make it she canceled last minute it's the snowstorm that's coming up oh right that yeah. makes sense mm-hmm. um it's weird because last time i saw her she was like you know, in a place that was like very green. I was like, I don't know how this is going to work. Yeah. Right. It's very brown where we are. She probably knew that she was going to cancel on us. You think she, she scheduled that thinking I'm probably going to cancel that before we get there. Probably. Yeah. Wow. How upsetting. I know. I am so upset at that. Yeah. You, but you know, she probably just like gives out interviews for free. Like you get an interview <laughs> and you get an interview. And, <laughs> but then unlike in the show, she doesn't deliver on these interviews. So that's very sad. That's so sad. Yeah. You, Oprah's been lying to us this ah, whole time. Dang it. 
I guess we'll have to scratch her off the the A-list potential guests list. Was she on the list? Yeah. Well, not anymore. Not anymore. Right. Now it's just uh, a bunch of other people. Like Dr. Phil, maybe? We could we could add. I don't think Doctor Phil's on the list. Uh, we could we could add him. I don't want to. I certainly have some questions for the guy. That's true. Are we like hard hitting reporters? Is that what our A list is? Uh, yep. Yes, that's okay. what it is. Then I I have a couple questions for um, J R R Biden. Ah <laughs> uh, yes. What are the questions that you have for J R R Biden? What does the R R stand for? <laughs> um, really. Rickety. <laughs> <laughs> I I thought his name was Joseph Ronald Reagan Biden. Oh no, I think that is what it is. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Yeah, <laughs> that's certainly a more realistic name than really rickety. I don't know. I think I, I think I like really rickety. I think I, I think I think that's what you should name your firstborn. That, I think I will. Yeah, really rickety heater. And then it's gonna sound like. It's just like a, a a heating unit that doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so this is a great idea. This is a great idea. Yeah, Luke. What other instruments do you play? Um, I play the recorder pretty well, which is uh-huh. sounds like it's ironic, but it's actually not. I took a whole semester of recorder lessons in college, um, partly because I was majoring in music education, and so they were like, "Hey, you should probably know how to play the recorder, because what if you teach elementary music and then you have to." teach kids how to play the recorder and i was like okay yeah sure fair enough but also the chair of our music department was a recorder aficionado a connoisseur if you will and so he was the one really pushing this but also i was like you know i'd be down to hang out with this guy in his office once a week for a half hour and so i did um and so now i can play the recorder pretty well so that's cool um i play the guitar medium not not as well as you play the guitar but i can i can i can pretend i could convince somebody that i play the guitar for sure i think you you i think you you sell yourself short um i think there's a lot of folks who unlike the scale of guitar players i think a lot of folks fall underneath you okay sure like if this was like a percentile based test you would be a higher percentile than you think okay sure upper half for sure i would say like 66 yeah like I'm definitely not gonna be the guy who's like sitting in the field, just like playing by himself with no shirt on, just like waiting for passersby to right. pass by. I don't trust that guy though. Yeah, I don't yeah. either. Yeah, no. that guy's like, like a thirty at best. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm not that guy. No, no. Yeah, and I'm grateful for that, right? Thank you. Uh, I just I do wish you would put your shirt on. Um. Oh, is is uh is the human body offensive to you? <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay yeah i'll put my shirt on okay okay it's on now (laughs) uh luke i have one thing uh to say to you putting your shirt on please say it um thank you you're welcome just Um, for you wow i feel so special you you look pretty special what are same instruments that you play um (laughs) i pretend to play the piano uh i think you play more piano than i do i think that's i think we play piano differently i like i i feel like i play the piano like for choir warm-ups because i teach choir that's my job um or or like to like play a pop tune as like a party trick but i feel like you play like more jazzy kind of stuff that i don't think i have a handle on okay I yeah maybe maybe I think maybe there's more theory going on in how I approach the instrument, but I think you read music way better than I do. That could be true. Yeah, although growing up as a saxophonist from fifth grade until now, um, 
It's really hard for me to read more than one line of music at one time. I can't I can't get my brain to and my eyeballs to see more than one line. So like I can play one hand of the piano at a time, fine. But when you start having two hands, it's like, whoa, that's that's too many hands. That's that's I think that's fair. Yeah. I, uh, I spent so much time as a bassist that I'm I can really only do like bass really solidly. Um, grand staffs I struggle with. Uh, other instruments that I play. Mm-hmm. Uh, we both dabble the drums. <laughs> that's a good word. Yeah, <laughs> both dabble. We dabble. Um, We're both lower half though. Yes. I am learning the recorder from you. You are my recorder daddy. That's right. Um, and you will address me as such. Uh, thank you, recorder daddy. Uh, You're welcome, <laughs> recorder son. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, learning the recorder from you. Uh, yeah, guitar, bass, little drums, a little, little piano. Um, ooh, I play the trumpet. I'm glad that you said that because I definitely put that in your bio. <laughs> I, I feel like I have a handle on most brass instruments. Um, in uh, in high school, for like a hot second, I marched with the sousaphone. Ooh. Um, which is the for for the lay people, the people that might not know, <laughs> I uh, the sousaphone is uh, basically a, a massive tuba that uh, is circular, so you can stick your body inside of the tuba and then you carry it. So when you're marching, you're not like holding a thing; it's like hugging you. Um, and I was tiny. I was a small little child. Um, <laughs> whoever thought that this was a good idea had a, a really cruel sense of humor. Um, but I, I, you know, I killed it, man. Nice. I uh, really, I really, really knew how to bring those low notes to life. That's amazing. Did you ever learn the theme song to uh, Veggie Tales? Luke, I still haven't seen Veggie Tales. <gasps> Dude, we should see Veggie Tales sometime. I think I think that'd be fun. I think, uh, yeah, I think people, I think people would really enjoy that. I think so. If I suddenly got really into vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. Um, but no, yeah, one of the cucumbers, in fact, perhaps the only cucumber? Question mark? I one, of the, one of the cucumbers plays the sousaphone in the theme song mm. right before the line, if you like to talk to tomatoes, etc. So <laughs> if you yeah. like to talk to tomatoes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's the theme song. <laughs> it's just the pina colada song. What about Jesus? Yeah. I like pina coladas and Jesus. I just didn't get it. I, I, it, and, and that's not really for a child to understand, right? Um, I think part of it was I grew up in a very secularized world. Sure, yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, it, you know, uh, vegetables that really love Christ... Sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, that's that's about as much as I'll say about religion here right now. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, maybe later. Well, yeah. Stay tuned. Stay. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, follow us on Twitter. Maybe you'll win a prize. You definitely won't win a prize, but maybe. That's why I said maybe. Maybe. There, maybe. Yeah. Maybe might. We we have to decide what that would be, and also that we would do it, and. Um, there's like laws that we have to follow. Right. So uh, don't count on it, but it's a possibility. Maybe. Yes. Yeah. Um, what is our Twitter? Why, it's Luke and Jorge Pod. Yes. Yeah. And that is actually all of our social media. Right. That makes us very easy to find. So you have no excuse. And our password is. I'm just kidding. Nope. Don't say our password. <laughs> it's not um, school appropriate. 
It's not. It's not. I can't. I can't say it. The FCC might come to our house and uh, just knock on the door and be really upset. Right. Also, we don't live together. I shouldn't have said our house. Right. In the middle of our street. <laughs> <laughs> we have before in the world for like a solid two months. Yeah. 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 You were never there. I was never there, but yeah. I still had a good time. Me too. We did like one thing together one time, and I had a. I really enjoyed it. Was it the time that we made tacos in the crock pot? Oh, that was also a time that I really enjoyed. Yeah. I think when we were doing that job, we also had another job that was to hang out at the front desk of like a dorm building. Oh, yes, yes. Um, and we would often play Magic the Gathering. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. You, that, was, that was like the inception of us being nerds with card games. <laughs> yeah. Together anyway. Together. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Not the beginning in general right. because no, yeah. that would be... A very long, complicated history. True, yes. I learned Magic the Gathering in Boy Scouts in a tent in the woods one time from a guy that I went to high school with later but never really talked to, but he played the trumpet also. But anyway, yeah, I learned Magic the Gathering. And then I I left it for like all of high school probably, Mm -hmm. um, and then I came back to it in college um, because it's good stuff. And and yes. I learned Magic the Gathering, uh, MTG, uh, Mm. if you would. At my first high school, also from a trumpet player. Okay. Yeah. This was uh, late enough in the year that we'd already done our like musical, which you did in the spring. So we were just like hanging out in the backstage like prop area, um, I think waiting for people to go home. And I was just hanging out and they were playing Magic the Gathering. And it was like a scene from a movie, like a television <laughs> show where like someone offers you drugs, except... <laughs> Uh, it was Magic the Gathering and totally not illicit, and it was fine. <laughs> Did somebody have a trench coat? and like, hey, kid, you want to play Magic? There was a guy there that had, like, a really long jacket. Okay. But not a short skirt. Oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah. That would have been inappropriate. Right. Yes. You get dress coded for that. Yes. Even though this was, like, an hour after school. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. You know, so like when I was in school, I also hung out at school for a long time after school. Yeah. But now, as a teacher, like... We don't we don't let kids do that at our school. Like there's, you, you don't let them. No, there's like admin walking around, like ushering kids out of the school. Which, like to me as an adult, makes a lot of sense. Like, why are they still at school? Go to home, be, children. To be fair, we are in the middle of a global pandemic. That happened even last year, though. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, but also it like makes sense, you know, because like yeah. like are you up to some shenanigans? Like maybe. I wasn't, but like people could be probably. Yeah, that's that's fair. I mean, I was never. I I I was just at school because I didn't want to go home. <laughs> that's fair. Uh, yeah, <laughs> playing Magic the Gathering. Playing Magic the Gathering. I I I feel like I need to qualify that. It wasn't that I didn't like home. Like I had a fine home life. Ah uh, yes. Uh, I was just awkward and nerdy, and this was my only social interaction. Isn't that a Weird Al song? Awkward and nerdy. I think it's it's white and nerdy. Oh, oh, okay, fair enough. I identify with that song a lot. <laughs> they see uh, me rolling. You are wearing your shirt that has a like a silhouette of a saxophone, and it says "sax appeal." It does. Uh, funnily enough, I got this shirt in high school because I was in in a uh, in a saxophone <laughs> choir. There were nine of us playing the saxophone at the same time, and we did a cover of "Carry On My Wayward Son," um, and it was only medium because like. Probably only half of us were like good at the mm-hmm. saxophone. Um, but yeah, we made these shirts um, as as like a uniform 
which is cool because on the front it has a picture of whichever saxophone you were playing so mine has a, a tenor sax and then it says sax appeal but then on the back it has your name and your favorite number so mine says heater and i think two and then on the sides it has like the name of the high school and then the year that it was which was 2013 to 2014 yes i'm still wearing this shirt um seven years later (laughs) yep but uh it was like a whole thing because we we like made the shirts on our own you know and then we had to like pay for them and when you make custom t-shirts it's like kind of a lot for like one t-shirt i think it was like 30 bucks for each t-shirt um we didn't like tell anybody that we were doing this like one person just kind of did it and then was like okay everybody owes me 30 bucks and then somebody's parent was like why do i have to pay 30 dollars for this t-shirt and then got in touch with our band director and the band director was like i don't know anything about that so he summoned all of us into his office and was like hey like you can't be doing that kind of stuff without telling me and we were like oh yeah that makes sense sorry man um and so that's the story of the origin story if you will of the shirt that i'm currently wearing wow yes would you like to give me the origin story of the uh hoodie that you are currently wearing oh you do you want to describe this hoodie yes um it is is a black background and Mm -hmm. there is an orange box and on the box there's three knobs that say gain treble and output and then there's a little button that says horsey and then there's a drawing of a horsey playing a guitar and then above all of that in white text it says horsey music yeah so uh i am a big nerd about a lot of things one of those things that i'm a nerd about is uh the guitar the instrument that i play one of the instruments i play apparently (laughs) um allegedly allegedly (laughs) uh yeah so i have been following this trend in the guitar world of uh this guitar pedal that's gained a lot of notoriety it's called the clon centaur uh, the maker is Klon. The the pedal name is Centaur. Um, these were pedals that were all handmade by this guy uh, out of Boston, like from the end of the '90s or like the mid '90s to like uh, the 2010s ish. I think 2009 is when he ended. So this guy uh, handmade all of these pedals. At the time that they came out, they were like $250 pedals, which is like a lot for the '90s. That's like a $300 pedal now, like. It, a crazy expensive pedal for something that does like one thing, right? But people went wild. They were like, we've never seen an overdrive pedal that does the thing that this pedal does to the point that like they now sell for today, like recently, in the last couple of months, there's been like a boom of people selling these pedals online, uh, including the maker that's come back to making them after like a really long hiatus and like, you know, licensing out the design to a different company to like print them, you know, mass produce them. Anyways, they sell for uh, like $5,000 today. Wow. Um, yeah, they're absurd. Uh, they're like, they're a really cool pedal. And I wish I owned one, but I wouldn't <laughs> pay $5,000 for one. The first one, the original one, actually, this guy, uh, his name is, um, oh God, what's his name? John uh, Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. Close. Eddie Van Buren. <laughs> <laughs> uh <laughs> The, the guy who owns JHS pedals, um, he owns the original, the, the number number two, but it was the first one ever made. Okay. It was on Reverb for $500,000. Wow. He was like, like I don't think anyone will ever pay this much money for it, but I might as well put it out there um, as a joke, as a meme, right? Mm-hmm. There was like a thing with like a bunch of people like talking about it and like one guy like allegedly bought it, but I don't think he actually bought it because they made like videos as like a joke about it. Anyways, I am upset that this pedal costs this much money. I'm, this is really long-winded. No, no, um, I, it's a good story. Uh, I'm really upset that this pedal costs this much money. Um, and f- I also uh, part-time work and used to work, um, and I still work there sometimes, uh, uh, an outdoor gear shop called 
I'm, I don't know if I should plug this. I, I don't know. Are, uh, are we allowed to say names of places? I work at an outdoor gear retailer in Denver. I'll say the name once I get the okay. Right. Um, I also didn't put the name in your bio, but I definitely talked about it in your bio. Oh, that's so You're funny. really hitting all the things that I put in your bio. <laughs> wow. I, it's almost like you know who I am when I talk about What? I made a thing that was keep the name of the store uh, um, crazy. Or what's the, what's the like, keep Portland weird. Yeah. So it was right. like to keep the name of the store weird. And I drew this horse um, playing guitar. Uh, and so since then, uh, I've taken that design. I put it on the pedal where uh, there used to be like a centaur guy and I put horsey music on it and I sell these shirts on the internet. Um, I haven't really sold any. <laughs> um, I think I've, yeah, I, I mean, I haven't, but I've ordered the hoodie for myself because I really like the design. I also have a t-shirt, but of a slightly worse version of this. Anyways, if you want to buy one of these shirts, if any of what I just said to you sounds interesting, check out i think it's teespring.com slash store slash jorge the dm and then you'll be taken to the horsey music website excellent you should all buy at least one but yeah preferably like 30 yeah <laughs> <laughs> then we look and i can upgrade some of our equipment <laughs> yeah definitely hey why is your name jorge the dm on that thing what's the dm thing stand for oh i don't think i can say that on uh oh um is that a, is that a trademarked thing no no it's a it stands for something bad oh what what could it stand for perhaps uh it could stand for uh direct message okay like jorge the direct message uh, i like jorge the direct messenger um it used to stand for something that was uh like a bad word like jorge the dumb ah the letter Man. m stands for something yes the dumb Merson. Monster. <laughs> Mystery. Mr. Mister, the dumb mister. <laughs> um, DM, I guess, could also stand for Dungeon Master. I play a lot of D&D with my friends. You are one of my friends. Yeah, I too am a D&D-er. Yeah, you, you're not a DM, which, I'm is, not. which is interesting. Um, yeah, not yet. Perhaps someday. Yeah. Although, I feel like there's like a lot of like a lot of math and stuff that you have to know. If you're in charge of the whole universe, um, a lot of folks I know that don't like the math part of it, uh, either just count on math happening less, or they use a calculator. Ooh, I do know how to work a calculator. I learned that in high school in Calc <laughs> One. I got real good at t the Texas Instruments eighty-seven. Is that what number they are? I don't oh. know. I haven't touched that thing since twenty fourteen. Oh. Wait, did, was it the? Did you have a TI eighty, eighty something? I I don't know. It was yeah. It was the kind that you could like type actual words on instead of just like hello upside down kind of oh, thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Or you boobies. like put put like FN or whatever, and you, it was like a yeah yeah. But it wasn't qwerty. It was it was like A through Z. Yeah, and they were like in tiny blue font above the like what the actual button was. Yeah, yeah. I had a I I sat next to a guy in math in high school, who uh brought his own from home and he modded it he didn't mod it you could download games onto it what yeah they were like modified versions of games that you could download onto the calculator that's amazing so he played like mario kart on this like ti-84 what yeah <laughs> i had no idea that was a thing <laughs> i mean either until i met this guy wow we yeah. missed out truly i i played like one time on his calculator and then the, the i think the teacher was like no more of that i mean yeah that's fair you're yeah. probably supposed to be like graphing 
some graphs or look at this graph, something like that. Is that <laughs> trademarked? I don't know if I can say that. How are you at Mario Kart? Are you I'm any good? fine at Mario Kart. How okay. are you at Mario Kart? The abysmal. So bad. Yeah. Um, I, I found that I do better on like the bikes than I do on the carts. And I think Ooh. it's because I figured out how to do the drift a little better on the bike as opposed to the cart. But like, boy, do I fall off like every other second. It's it's real bad. Who do you like to play as when you play Mario Kart? Um, Definitely Golden Peach. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't know. Um, uh, That's a good answer. I like that. <laughs> thank that you. Uh I, I don't know the the smaller folks like I don't want to be like Bowser or anything especially on like a little bitty bike with like a giant turtle monster I feel like that doesn't work um yeah so yeah I don't know the the smaller folk Waluigi always a good bet always yeah yeah incredible mm-hmm. I he has a mustache that I envy more than any of the other mustaches in the whole franchise ooh yeah it's like it's like a pointy beautiful genius mustache. Is that what you aim for in your mustache? Yes. Alas, it is not that currently. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Um, but it's it's getting there. Maybe someday I'll have the pointy, beautiful genius mustache that Waluigi has. Uh, Incredible. I lived with a with a roommate. You know how you live with roommates. Um, and he had Wait. an excellent mustache. You, your current roommate? No, I don't currently have a roommate. See, you can't say that. Not everyone has roommates. That's fair. Yeah. Um, how you live with them. well you know as as opposed to like a roommate that you don't live with question mark oh right oh that's because that's, that's well that's what you were true <laughs> okay fair enough yeah so yes that one summer that jorge and i lived together i mostly lived um at a girl's house Ooh. which if my parents are listening to this sorry guys um i that, definitely no, you didn't <laughs> if you're listening to this podcast no you aren't right yeah no um and uh, all those times that I came down to spend the night with Jorge that one summer, uh, that wasn't a total lie. But are, it was are you a, owning up to this now? I am. I think I've told my parents, but it was a little bit of a lie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you, anyways, you had a roommate. I had a, what was it? Oh yeah. The mustache. Yeah. I had a roommate and he had a mustache and he swirled the mustache like a beautiful, like sort of handlebar-y kind of a thing. It was great. It's still great. He still has this mustache. I don't live with him anymore, but he's got the mustache, and it's great. Shout out to your old roommate. Yeah, whose name we won't say because I didn't ask him if we could talk about him. But maybe he'll be on the podcast one day. That'd be cool. I think that'd be a lot of fun. That I think would he fun. would make a, a great guest. Yeah, definitely. Do you want to talk about D&D? Yeah, sure. What's been, what's been, your, who's been your favorite character to play? Ooh, that's a tough question. So, um, I, I would say that in, at the beginning of a campaign, I like to play characters that are like all up in the action, you know? So like that one time that I played um, a paladin, that was a good time. I forget that paladin's name because that campaign didn't, hasn't happened in a long time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, I had a really good time with that like at the beginning. And I was also kind of a new player then. But now that I'm a little bit more experienced currently playing a wizard in the campaign that you are running and now that we're level seven i feel like i kind of have a handle on like how to play a wizard and also i like know some cool spells this is the nerdiest thing i've ever talked about in my whole life um (laughs) but yeah i like i can like do some cool spells and stuff and i feel like the moment that i came into my own was that time that we were rescuing a cat from a tree and there was a line of coyotes and uh the rest of the party was like should we leave the coyotes alone or not and i was like well i'm a fourth ish level wizard and i just learned this lightning spell that can zap all of them at once and boy am i gonna try it and and it really worked and i feel like that was the moment where i was like oh playing a wizard is neat and fun and i'm having a good time 
yeah that was that was definitely a lot of fun yeah um yeah we, we, you're the group just kind of decided like all right i guess we're gonna just genocide these coyotes <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think that was mostly me i think somebody else like kind of killed one and then i think i killed like seven in one oh. hit or something and then that was the end of the encounter and everyone was like don't kill all the coyotes and i was like it's too late they're already fried <laughs> anybody need some coyote jerky because i got some that was a lot of fun I think I think DMing for you and DMing for that group of people was a lot of fun. It's a good group of people. Um, there's so many tangents. <laughs> yes, uh, that's something that I, I feel like I enable that. You do. I feel like you almost encourage it a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Like that duck. The time we followed a duck, we follow. We were in a a mine shaft, and we were like trying to free some of the mine workers who were enslaved and mind controlled. And then a duck appeared, and we followed the duck for like a hot minute. And then the duck didn't really go anywhere, so then we gave up following the duck. But I feel like uh, that was an aside that you definitely encouraged. With oh, a hundred percent! I thought yep. that was hilarious. So, as a as like a secret, like we don't have to tell the rest of the group this, but like, was that duck something, or was that just there to like throw us off? I guess you'll have to find out. Oh, so the duck is gonna come back? I didn't say that. How many how many ducks do you think our group of of players could fight at a time? <laughs> <laughs> I think. Based on other encounters with, with wait, are player characters or the players? Ooh, both, both things. Ooh, I think between, am I included? Sure. Okay, so I think between the like six of us, mm-hmm. I think we could take like twenty ducks. Okay, I think. Oh, really? The, the number? I think the number increases exponentially in a group. I think so too. Yeah, I think it's like I think it's about twenty. See, I would put it closer to like fifty. Like I feel like one oh. duck is equal to like more than like around five i have like five geese i feel like no wait reverse that like one goose is equal to like five-ish ducks in terms of combat ability oh we are talking about we are talking about ducks yeah like a mallard not not like a goose i'll say i'll say a solid 45 okay great 45 ducks okay i think your uh characters could i mean you're level seven right i think that you all could probably take on like 80 yeah 80 ducks the thing is if the ducks are all it depends on how you run the encounter (laughs) is it 80 ducks that each have their own turn i think so i think they ought to as opposed to like acting like a mass oh yeah like a hive mind duck yeah can you imagine a hive mind duck that's too much power (laughs) i think or or, because the other way of running like massive like hordes of 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 any sort of creature right is to to give them multiple actions but not necessarily giving them multiple turns okay it's all about action economy luke oh yes let me (laughs) i suddenly transformed and i'm wearing like a shirt with like a really loose necktie uh and i'm like very sweaty and i'm talking about the action economy it's about the action economy Ooh. yeah it's about uh you know the economic downturns of too many actions (laughs) per turn you know that's uh that's what wins uh, <laughs> wow that really sounds real <laughs> uh yeah but it, like the the more turns you have the more likely you are to win based solely on like if 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 between when i act and the next time i get to act my team my side gets to do more things i'm more likely to output more damage that um, makes sense yeah. yeah so if you have 80 ducks each with their own turn that's a whole lot of turns between characters yeah and just like you have to hit like you could probably do an area effect spell but let's say like a paladin right um can only take on one duck at a time mm, yeah that would uh 
That would take a long time. Yeah. Yeah. So in that time, the, the number of ducks would decrease, but it would still have an overwhelming number of total attacks that they could make. Um, of course, if everyone had a really good AC, um, they're less likely to hit in general. But not everyone um, has a good AC, Luke. Mine is 12. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not very high, if you, if you have no frame of reference for what that is. Uh, it's out of 20. And twelve is like a sad amount. Yes, and that's that's it's out of twenty before you add anything to it. True. Yes. So you could like, most people have at least a plus two. <laughs> so you're the average, right? Um, and most people are going to roll above that. Yep. Which is why I stay far away and zap coyotes with lightning. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's yeah. it's a lot. It's a fun game. It's a fun game. It's a fun game. We need to play more regularly. <laughs> Definitely, yes. It's hard to schedule six adults into the same virtual room at the same actual time. Yeah. yeah. Imagine trying to do this in person. It wouldn't work. It wouldn't it work. Wouldn't work. Some of us don't even live nearby. No, we've got uh, at least two people in a different state. Yeah. I'm in a different state of mind every time. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, you're right. Um... Next question. <laughs> okay, this is an abrupt left turn. Are you ready for an abrupt left turn? Um, let me let me let me put this put my seatbelt on. Click. What kind my... of seatbelts <laughs> do you, you use? <laughs> <laughs> Those you didn't like my click. That was my seatbelt sound. You didn't like that seatbelt sound? No, it was great. I just have never encountered a seatbelt that made that kind of sound before. That's fair. Uh, Are you in like a spaceship or something? Oh, like a like a like that's an interstellar sound. Like a like a. <laughs> click yep um yeah give it up for my voice acting yeah that's great all right thanks for giving it up Uh, abrupt left turn yes okay so what do you think about a co-branding deal between crayola and skittles Ooh. because they both have the rainbow they do yeah they do so like you could like draw the rainbow and you could eat the rainbow it's just like i mean People eat crayons sometimes. <laughs> they really shouldn't. But they do. That's, that's you know, I, I uh, yeah, I worked with kindergartners before and they... Ah, that's another thing I put in your bio. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I'm really giving up all of my secrets. You, well, they're not secret. They're in that, your bio. No, that's, that's true. Yeah. Uh, the world will know about them. Yep. I haven't read this bio. You haven't read mine. Uh, yeah. So we wrote each other's bios like very recently, a few hours ago at most probably. Um, yeah. Yeah. We we kind of spontaneously decided to write each other's bios yep. with no input. Right. Um, so we'll see how that goes. But you asked uh, a good question. Right. Uh, about Skittles and Crayola crayons. Yes. Here is my... I guess we, we've kind of discussed the sort of, should you eat crayons? Probably not. Will people do that anyway? People will do all sorts of things anyways. Right. This is me on Shark Tank. I am the judge. <laughs> okay. Um, Wait, which judge? Uh, the one that owns the Dallas Mavericks. Ooh, uh, is his name Mark, maybe? Mark Cuban. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Hi, Mark, and all <laughs> the other sharks. Mark and sharks. Uh, I'm, here to, I'm here to present to you a, a branding deal in which I, Crayola, and you, Skittles, are friends. <laughs> um, what does... Uh, so, I'm Skittles. Mm-hmm. Uh, hi, I'm Skittles. Hi, I'm, I'm Crayola. Crayons. What does Skittles have to benefit from this deal, and what does Crayola have to do to ha- have to benefit? Like, what you know? 
Well, you see, we, Crayola, are very concerned with the number of people who are eating our product because, as you may know, it is not intended for human consumption. Um, and boy, do we get a lot of, like, emails and calls and lawsuits and stuff about, like, hey, Ooh. my kid ate your crayons and I'm going to sue you. And, and we don't we don't really want to have that. And so we think if we can brand with you Skittles, uh, people will just eat the Skittles like a normal person instead of eating the crayons like a kindergartner. So, so how do you propose this works? Like, every crayon... Every crayon has a corresponding Skittles color? Yes. Like a fruit? Right. Oh, and then on top of that, uh, they ship together. Mm-hmm. So you buy... So when you use the the crayon of that certain color, right? you also eat the Skittles. Yes, it's a requirement. You have to eat one Skittle per crayon usage. Ooh. Yeah. Okay, I can and do then, that. Yeah, you have to eat one Skittle per crayon usage. And when you go shopping for either of these products at like your local Walmart or wherever, or I don't know if we can say Walmart, your local place where you buy stuff store, uh, they're just like taped together with like some packing tape. <laughs> like an employee clearly did this very terribly. Yeah, like oh. in the in the night shift on a on a Thursday. Okay. Yeah, I can get behind that. What if it's like. What if it's like professional? What if it's, what if it's like professional, professional packaging? No, no, like the packaging is like professional. Okay, but it's like a what would normally be like a sixty-four pack, okay, of crayons, um, but it's only half of them are filled with crayons. The other half is filled with skills. Does it have the crayon sharpener on the side? Yes, and it comes with a special skill sharpener. Okay, I've never had a sharpened skittle before. Uh, it's pointy. I would hope so. <laughs> <laughs> You know, like when you when you do the thing to uh, uh, candy canes, where you just like suck on it until it's like a like a it, until, shank, and then yeah. you like break out a third grade, and then you're never seen again. <laughs> I really wonder what happened, to Jimmy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he started no, exactly. my pillow. <laughs> oh man! So so is this your sales pitch to me? Yeah. You, okay. Mark Cuban, and also Skittles. Will you will you buy me? <laughs> I am a my Mark stuff? Cuban made of Skittles. <laughs> I have a life-size Mark Cuban. I have been constructed from the remains of Skittles. The remains of Skittles? Yeah. Like a post-Skittle apocalypse sort of situation? Yes. The world has ended. All Skittles have been dusted into oblivion. But I am Mark Cuban reconstituted of that fine, fine Skittle dust. <laughs> You're like a Skittle Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> From the skittle ashes I shall rise. <laughs> oh, good. All right, Skittle All right. Phoenix Mark Cuban. <laughs> Would you like to to co-brand with me Crayola Crayon for um one Super Bowl ad twenty twenty two? I think I, I am willing to buy in. I want fifty percent for about eight dollars. Okay. Um can you bump it up to like nine fifty? Because, like, I just really want a burrito. And you, I want extra guac on said burrito. And I think eight bucks would be like a burrito without the guac. But, but I, re- I really want no, the guac. No, I, I respect that. I respect the guac. Um, this is what I'll do. Uh, I want uh, 49% for uh, $10 even. Okay. I'll take that. Cool. Deal. Deal. Should we'll we, like, spit on our hand and then and then do the thing that, that people do with the spit on their hand? And then they... This is... I'm. I, <laughs> what do people do with the spit on their hand? They shake hands <laughs> with each other and nothing else. <laughs> uh incredible yeah i think uh I, I don't think we should do that no. oh okay no um well we we before this started we cut our uh hands open and we did the blood brothers thing where we yeah. let the blood mingle 
Right. Um, nothing could ever go wrong with that. No, nothing has ever gone wrong with that. So now we're blood brothers. Right. Um, so if we spit on our hands, I think that would just sting. Right. Yeah. We don't need spit in our in our blood wounds. No. As opposed to a different kind of wound that you might have. Like an emotional wound. Oh, yeah. I have those. <laughs> <laughs> so now I get to propose something to you. Okay. Which is therapy. I do. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so this is my actual pitch, okay. right? Imagine, if In you In a will. world. <laughs> Recently, the royal family has been under hot water. Oh, uh, yes. Um, I don't Not know like if... in a fun showery kind of a way. No, 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 no. No fun fun showers with the royal family. Um, <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they've, you know, uh, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry? I think, yep. Yep, he's the, the younger one. Right. The, the hotter one. Yeah. Um, younger than Prince Baldy. <laughs> <laughs> Prince William. Uh, your relative. Right. <laughs> Because uh, yes. of the fair skin and whatnot. Um, <laughs> Are you saying we're all related? So you all look alike. <laughs> this is true. This is this is unarguably true. It is known. Um, so I think that they are having a hard time PR-wise. Now, when people think of the royal family, who do they think of? The Me and then the queen. Yes, they think of Luke Keeter and then <laughs> Queen Elizabeth II. Right. Um, and we I look think, almost the same. I think Queen Elizabeth needs to take a... If the royal family wants to have a better PR thing going on, mm-hmm. they need to do what uh, another famous celebrity, who a lot of people did not like, did in order to gain more favor with the public. Fight a real fighter in a fight? <laughs> wow, that's a better idea than what I had. Um <laughs> I was going to say they should release... Uh, I think Queen Elizabeth needs to release a secret album. Okay. Uh, a la Taylor, Taylor Swift with uh, Folklore. Okay. Um, so, you know, I, you know, I have the guy from The National on speed dial. Great. Um, he's going to produce the album. There's going to be uh, a lot of uh, acoustic instruments. Okay. And Queen Elizabeth is going to uh, talk about her um, emotional state in a very vague sort of way. <laughs> Not mention anyone by name. Or even allude to specific individuals because that's gotten her in hot water before. Sorry, uh, that's gotten Taylor in, in trouble before. <laughs> um, so I think, yes. So my proposal, Mr. Shark Tank, um, is for Queen Elizabeth to record a folklore-style album and then just release it out of the blue. You call it like Quarantine Projects Volume 1. <laughs> and this is going to be what solves racism. Great. Um, yeah, and then like a month later, release a second album and just say like, oh, I had so much fun with the first one and I really had so much extra material. Uh, here's this second album. And then, you know, after all of that, the royal family will no longer be called uh, colonizers um, because you can't colonize indie folk. Right. Can we quote you on that? Can that be like... No. Uh, okay. <laughs> all right. So I have three questions. Yes. And they are as follows. The first one is, you said that releasing this album would fix racism. Now, is that just in the UK or is that worldwide? Um, that's in the hearts of all true believers. Okay, great. <laughs> that's that's a good answer. Good. All right. The next question I had was, if the album is a secret, where do we find it? Is there like a treasure map or oh, something? No, no. The, the secret part is, the, it, it, it's, it's like the worst kept secret in the world um, in that it's a secret for like a month and then... All of a sudden, everyone knows about it. Okay. So basically, you just tweet about it, 
and then uh, Spotify will re- just recommend it to absolutely every one of their grandma. Kind of like that time you two just like pushed their album onto our computers for no reason. Yeah. Okay. You know what? I I actually kind of like that album. You know, I've never listened to it. iTunes doesn't exist anymore. Right now, it's just music. I also think that they took it off people's computers because a lot of people were upset. <laughs> yeah. Don't quote me on that. I actually don't remember. I definitely will quote you on that. Okay. So my second question is, um, no, that was my second question. My third question is, you said you had the producer on speed dial. My question is, what number of your speed dial is he on? 68. Nice. Kind of. Sort of nice. A little nice. Approaching nice. <laughs> right. So close. That's that's the Dave. The, the first one's like Quarantine Projects Volume 1. The second album is uh, uh, Approaching Nice. Right. Well, what about the the third album? Is it like we just passed nice and there it was, but we missed the exit and we're like really hungry and really got to pee and my dad's really mad that I'm driving and I, and I missed the exit? Yeah, but at this point, this is an album in the style of like Fall Out Boy. Okay. Yeah. Old Fallout Boy or new Fallout Boy? Old Fallout Boy. Did okay. you listen to the title of that album? <laughs> yeah, you're okay. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, right, yeah. Now they have like one word titles. Yeah. Like, I'm the queen. That's one word. That's, but but as one word. Right. Yeah. And no punctuation. And no vowels also. It's all lowercase. Right. Uh, it's very Billie Eilish, if, you, if you're being honest. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, William. 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 She's been the prince this whole time. <gasps> That makes that makes sense. Yeah, you, I've never seen them both at the same place in the same time. Uh, me neither. Yeah. Also, Batman. Billie Eilish is, is Bat- Prince Bat- Batman. Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Prince Bat. Prince Bat. <gasps> what if Prince is Batman? You think Batman's dead? I haven't seen him around recently. Oh no, that's really sad. Don't don't I tell s- anyone. I. Uh, yeah, we definitely won't put it on this podcast that one million people will listen to. Right? One million people. <laughs> Here's a question for you. Okay. Who's your favorite Batman? Me. I mean, wait, that's a secret. Um, ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, gee, that's a good question. Okay, so I have two, and they are Christian Bale, because obviously. Um, but also, like, I grew up on that on that trilogy. Yeah. Um, it's a good so, trilogy. All right. So here's a story. So when I was a young boy, my father took me into the city. No. Uh, when I was a wee lad. Was I marching in that marching man with you, the sousaphone? Yeah, you were <laughs> playing the VeggieTales theme song. And that's what you call a callback. Um, so, so no. Uh, when I was a kiddo, I was not allowed to watch things or play things that were rated PG-13 or T or mmm for mature so um on my 13th birthday in july of 2008 2008 is when that would have been right 2008 i got to see my first pg-13 films on my birthday the first one i saw was indiana jones 3 which like hardly counts and that was the middle of the day on my 13th birthday but then in the evening of my 13th birthday, I went to the drive-in movie theater in Fort Collins, Colorado, which still exists and is still rad, and I got to see The Dark Knight in that theater, and it was so good. I loved it. Um, and I definitely didn't understand all the stuff, because that's one that you got to watch like a lot of times to like really get all the stuff that's going on. But um, yeah, so that was my first, you know, really nitty-gritty Batman experience, other than Batman Begins, which I saw earlier in that summer, I think. I think. Anyway, um, so Christian Bale, good stuff. But also, Adam West 
from way back when. Whoa, two, whoa, very vastly different. different. Yeah, yeah, super, super different, which I feel like is why I have to acknowledge both of them because they're not the same and I love them both for very different reasons. Because um, I like I like the Christopher Nolan's, you know, Batman trilogy with Christian Bale and, and company mm-hmm. because it's like, it's like dark and it's like, you know, Batman's facing these like real challenges that like really could happen and like, you know, putting Batman in, in positions where he's got to make these like moral and ethical choices and stuff. But Adam West Batman is just so ridiculous and so fantastical and so overplayed and so like self-aware. Like they know that it's ridiculous and they're doing it anyway. Yeah. And it's great. It's campy. It is. Yeah. And I love it. Ah, so I, uh, when I was a younger lad, I uh, saw the, the movie that had Adam West in it. I don't oh. know if there's more than one, but I, I saw one. And in that movie, um, there's a, there's a, a, a what's, it's like a trio, but there's four of them. A quad, a quad, quadra, quadrilateral. A quartet? A, thank you. A quartet. No, I like quadrilateral. A quadrilateral of villains. And they are the Joker, the Penguin, the Riddler, and Catwoman. And they hatch this plot to kidnap all of the, like, kind of like the UN sort of organization by turning all the people into dust and then swooping their little their little dust bits into, like, these little vials. And they just have all these vials of dust in a penguin-shaped submarine in the middle of the ocean. And Batman and Robin have to, like, rescue all, all of the all the people from their little dust vials and stuff. And like Batman, like awkwardly likes Catwoman, but they're both like not in their costumes when this happens. And somehow Robin has like the ability to like be in the Batmobile and like have a camera that can see anywhere at any time. And so he's like awkwardly watching them, like making out as Bruce Wayne and this Russian gal whose name I forget, but she's actually Catwoman. But anyway, um, yeah, it's fantastic. I love that stuff. Wow. Yeah. And I feel like I appreciated it when I was a kid because I was like, oh, this is so good and it's Batman. But now I appreciate it as an adult because I'm like, wow, this is, it's campy. It is campy and and great and colorful. And they have the like, whenever Batman punches somebody, it says like wham or pow or something. And it's like, why does it say that? But also it's great. So yeah. That's a great answer. Thank you. Thank you. Do you have a favorite Batman or a favorite something? I- <laughs> <laughs> Those are everything in the whole world. I... I, I will say I'm a big fan of Christian Bale. I just, yeah, the movies came out right in my like adolescence. Um, great, great series though. A tr- the trilogy was phenomenal. It was so, it, when I think of like cinematic shots, I still think of Christopher Nolan's like treatment of the Batman series. Mm-hmm. I think of like, like the scale that he was able to build and like the realism that he imparted on this a ca- comic book character, right? Um, and onto that world and everything felt so vivid and dark and gritty, but not so dark and gritty that it felt like cartoonish. Right. It was like, there was like a, you know, that's the thing with the Batman ethos. There's like a level of like high class society meets like Punisher. Mm-hmm. And I think that he kind of captured a lot of that and the, the emotional, you know, toll that that takes on the human body and like on the human person, you know, we're more than just the body. I think Christian Bale as uh Batman is definitely my number one. I also really like my Michael Keaton Batman. Okay. I think it's almost because he's so bad at being serious <laughs> um, that it was like, it added a levity to it that wasn't quite Adam West. Okay. And I love the Adam West, like the old television show. Mm-hmm. I love that Batman. But I think that like, there was like very serious-ish situations mixed with like this man trying to act serious and it was campy because he wasn't trying to be campy. <laughs> um, and it's it's almost like an ironic sort of humor. And I really, really, really enjoy that. 
Um, also, I love Michael Keaton. What a weird, weird guy. What a weird guy. We yeah. could have him on the podcast since Oprah canceled. Yeah. Hey, Michael Keaton, if you're available, let yeah. us know. Um, my phone number is the number eight. Right. We are available anytime, anywhere, I, I guess. Yeah, we can do this anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can keep going all day. Right. <laughs> mm. Oh, sorry. That's Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> Before we depart from Batman, we have to address the video game series that oh. began in 2008, seven, and culminated somewhat recently. So good. So good. Perhaps my favorite video game series that I've ever played. Oh, wow. Yeah. I love that, like, the, the punching stuff. The, the flow is amazing. I love the, like, stealth parts. In the later ones, there's, like, some cool detective stuff that you can do. In the last one, they introduced, like, the Batmobile that you can drive and, like, shoot at other cars with. But, like, obviously no one ever dies because it's Batman and Batman doesn't kill people. But, like, you know. Um, well, unless um, the Batman that you're talking about is uh, from the Snyder Cut. From any of Zack Snyder's directing. Ooh, I don't know if I'm familiar with this. Uh, you, you you haven't watched the most recent Batman movies? Oh, is that with... Uh, Batman versus Superman and like Justice League? I haven't. I heard they were bad and I've been avoiding them. They are bad and you should avoid them. Okay. Um, but we should watch them. Okay. Um, because they're bad. The, the way that you made me watch Star Wars Episode Nine. I feel like made is a strong word, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. encouraged invited and in, in, yeah you were there for me through that and i will be there for you through uh like 12 hours of film great i love it what, what were we talking about batman. batman oh the batman games batman games oh no and batman murdering people batman murdering he doesn't murder people right that's his thing yeah that's his shtick yeah yeah what's your shtick do you have a shtick i my shtick i think my favorite video game series is probably the legend of zelda okay i'm uh i am the most unoriginal man to ever walk the face of the earth. <laughs> That's why you're wearing an original hoodie that you made. Exactly. Because right. I uh, have no original ideas. Yeah, man. I think I think those games are really good. I, I'm, I'm a big... I'm a shill for Nintendo. I, I'll just put that out there. I They don't need any more of my money. They don't need any more of anybody else's money. But, sure. you know, yeah. I'm, uh, I bought a Switch because I was bored in uh, like the first couple of weeks of quarantine some guy on facebook marketplace was like you can have mine <laughs> um for a relatively reasonable amount of money everyone else was selling theirs for like 400 they cost 300 new wow you couldn't get one new but this man was like yeah i'll sell you mine for like 250 okay and i was like this is this is the best i got nice <laughs> he accidentally gave me a copy of a game and then he asked for it back oh and i gave it back I, well know, that's nice yeah. of you. was you it gotta, like in the thing when he gave it to you yeah okay so I, you know, I had to, I had to give it back. You got to put good karma back out there. Right. Especially in the middle of a global pandemic. Definitely. That's how you die. Do you remember what game it was? It was Splatoon 2. <laughs> I, it was actually a very fun game. Wow. I haven't bought it because I'm a little mad, uh, but I, it's a fun game. It's like a, it's like a first person shooter. Uh, you're on teams and it's based on a gimmick, which is shooting paint. And then being able to swim in that paint. I wanted to cover more of the battleground with your paint than the other team. Oh. Um, I love that I'm explaining this like cartoon video game to you. I love it. Yeah. That's a very weird premise that I never would have imagined. I think you would like this game. You think so? Yeah. I think I think it, it it's weird. It's it's weird and it's a little out there, but I think as far as like first person shooters, it's like cartoony enough that I think you would get a lot of enjoyment out of it. Okay. Yeah. Do you have a PS4? I do have a PS4. Do they make it for that? They do not. It's a Nintendo property, ah, so it's I never going to get ported to anything else. 
What I was going to say is I'm surprised. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised because I know you and I love you um, that you've never played um, Fortnite. I have told a lot of children to stop playing it during my class, but that's not the same at all. (laughs) (laughs) The exact opposite, some might say. Yeah. What Um, if, oh, what if you were the teacher that instead of telling them to get off, you killed them in the game? Forcing them to be off the game. <laughs> that would be amazing, and I'd have to be playing a video game while teaching a class, and I don't think I'm cool enough for that. But in a semi-related note, the other day in my high school drama class, so school is weird these days, um, so I have like a gaggle of children in person and then a gaggle of children online, and so we're supposed to send the online kiddos away so they're not staring at a screen all day with like a half hour-ish left of class, um, and we're supposed to like send them away to like work on something. Um, but in like a drama class, I don't like have a whole lot for them to work on. So I hold them probably like 10 to 15 minutes longer than I'm supposed to. And then I send them away anyway. So it's the last like 15, 20 minutes of class. And I only have the in-person kids. And one kid started playing the cha-cha slide off of his phone for no reason. And then that turned into like a dance party for the rest of class. So we did like the cha-cha slide. We did, um, the Cupid shuffle. We did wobble, which I, they were like, play wobble. And I was like, I don't know if I can. It's kind of a PG 13 song. And they were like, we won't tell. And I was like, okay, great. Let's do it. So if my employers are listening. I'm really sorry. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> if, if your employer is listening, no, they're not. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they have like kids and stuff to, to, you know, like that they birthed, not like that they work with. <laughs> have you birthed any children? Personally? Or, yeah. Uh, no, I sure haven't. Wow. I haven't even seen one. You, you claim to love children and you haven't um, birthed any? Not yet. If you didn't hear me knocking on wood, I just knocked on wood. Let me, let's do it. Let's. Here we go. And they told us we weren't an ASMR podcast. We uh we sometimes are. Yes. Yeah. Um, tell a joke, Luke, with with a punchline. Uh, my bank account. There we go. Hey, nice. <laughs> That's all I wanted to do. I just yeah. we haven't used the pads for much. Um, and I wanted to use them. So truthfully, I feel like that fake applause kind of sounds like rain. I, I mean, the real applause with our real studio audience that we definitely audience, have here in my kitchen. I need kitchen. to be a little bit more clear. It sounds like it's raining outside. Right. Um, yeah. You, should we play the, the royalty-free music? Why, sure. There we go. Ah, jazz. Jazz. I like jazz. <laughs> That's what we should have as a sound is our like little jazz, 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 Ooh, jazz. Yeah. Ooh, jazz. 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 <laughs> <laughs> ah, great. Hey. Uh, so, uh, you want to go watch Batman? Yeah. Let's do it. Well, let's do that. Um, before we go, Luke, is there anything you want to plug? Um, I want to plug in my air freshener and I want to sing the little jingle, but I don't know if I'm allowed to because it's probably copyrighted and I don't want to get a cease and desist on our first thing. Can you, can you sing it in like a minor thing? Plug it in plug it in that was not it at all no nope. <laughs> um whoa wow i appreciated that thank you you're welcome um i want to plug uh a show that i've been watching oh not related to me at all great i watched all of wandavision oh very good okay yeah great I, uh katherine hahn uh she's in a lot of things that i love Step Brothers, parks and rec uh she's in this and she's phenomenal wait who is she in parks and rec um, she's the, um, campaign manager Campaign manager. for, remember when, um, the, the candy kid, the, the Bobby, what's his name? That's played by Paul Rudd. Oh yeah. She's the campaign manager for, for Paul Rudd. 
Oh, in that okay. Show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and then she later does stuff for um, Ben and uh, Leslie Nope. Leslie Nope. I was going to say Tina Fey. That's incorrect. Mm, nope. <laughs> uh, Amy Poehler's character. Right. Um, she's incredible because she's so funny. Uh, she, 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 I think she sleeps with um, uh, Rob Lowe's character. Okay. Um, in like a very funny manner. Uh, they like they they just like bring it up uh very funnily. Uh she's she's incredible. She's she she's a powerhouse comedically um and also can do some serious stuff. Nice. Um I want to plug her existence but specifically in WandaVision because she is a big part of that show. Nice. Um so now that you've seen WandaVision, do you have WandaVision? Like do you just see Wanda always? Sometimes. It's actually it's super interesting because it's a show about grief. Oh. And I watched this um, while grieving uh, the death of someone I really loved. And uh, it really helped me in some really interesting ways that I wasn't expecting to uh, kind of deal with some of that. Wow. Great. So, yeah, watch WandaVision. Um, I'm not telling you to give Disney money if you aren't. If you need a login, uh, shoot me a DM and I'll probably give you my information. Yeah. Disney, don't cut my account because I said that. <laughs> um, Disney's not listening. I think on a real note, uh, follow, follow uh, the podcast Twitter. Uh, Luke and Jorge Pod. Right. Uh, follow us on Instagram. Yep. I don't think we have any other socials right now. Uh, we have an email address. We yes. If if you have any questions that you think should be answered by two very unqualified people, uh, email us at Luke and Jorge Pod at gmail dot com. Yep. Uh, looking forward to seeing those emails. Yeah. You can follow me on Twitter at uh, Jorge the DM, uh, and also Instagram. Luke, where where can we find you? Um, you can find me on Instagram at Luke's Sax Life. Um, is that two s's uh yes yep cool that's where i am awesome this has been uh, a podcast my name is ben stiller my name is ben 10 goodbye